Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talks A Lot, boys. I'm your host. My name is Tyler. And as always, I'm joined by the boys. We've got Brennan. What's going on, folks? And we've got Kyle. Hello. So a, a brand new album has dropped that we have decided to take a look at. Um, we were going to do a St. Patrick's Day special, but then we were like, that's a lot of work. Let's just review this album that we've been looking forward to instead. <laughs> People will probably like that anyway. Um, and th- this is an album called Elysian. By, by a man named Evan Marion. He's a, a musical wizard. He put out an album back in 2020 called uh, Parallels, I think it was called. Um, oh. And that was one of the slappiest albums of 2020. So we had high hopes coming in into this record. Um, I, I would say it's, it's a safe assumption to, to, to say that this album did not quite live up to the hype that was set by Parallels f- for any of us. Um, I think that we all have some some issues with this album. Um, that being said, I do think that there are some really great tracks um, on this record. And I do think that Evan Marion and just the cavalcade of of features on this album. Wizards of music, man. I mean, so many talented people coming together uh, to put this record together. It is a shame that. um the first four songs there's just so so much drumming so much drumming it's just (laughs) wow (laughs) that man more talented than me whoever whoever was the drummer on that date was it dana hawkins Hawkins. yeah Yeah. good on you for being like the fastest drummer alive but boy do i wish you might have toned that down a little bit in the first four tracks (laughs) personally but uh yeah, I'd like to hear what you guys uh, have to say about this record before we jump into the ranking. So, uh, Brandon, I'm going to pass it over to you first because I know we uh, had a conversation earlier about our issue with the drumming. So I'd like to hear <laughs> what you have to say about that. Uh, so this record to me is like Sonic Core. Like something you would hear like in the background like while you're playing Sonic or something. I literally have that. Um, I have that shit in my notes like word for word, Brennan. I'm so glad you had the same thought. Oh, no. Yes. That's the start for the instrumentals. Um, I mean, at some some points it kind of of varies from that. uh, But for the most part, that's like... I just think of like getting gold coins like fucking... He gets Spinning rings. Around shit. You ignorant swine. Yeah. Ooh. Dude, fuck Sonic. I don't give a fuck. I don't like oh! Sonic either, but you gotta respect the lore. <laughs> I love the Sonic. Lore. I hate oh, Sonic God. more than the next guy, but he gets rings, my guy. <laughs> he gets rings. <laughs> Alright, so spinning around, getting rings, you know, going really, really fast. He's got a uh, And then, like, Tyler touched on it. The first four tracks, and then a couple tracks afterwards. Um... My man Dana Hawkins, I don't mean any disrespect, uh, but it seems like Evan Marion went to him and showed him the last scene in Whiplash <laughs> and said, I need this on steroids in every single fucking song you play for me. Like, I need, like, like, Miles Teller, like, Miles Teller doesn't have shit on you. Like, you gotta <laughs> amp this shit up to 20 at, like, every single minute, every track. Just a blitzkrieg of drumming. <laughs> it is, like, look, I love crazy instrumental shit. Like we have we have talked many a times on this channel about crazy instrumental records, songs, whatever. But that just I mean, this guy's invading Poland with his drums. Like, it's, it's like just an slot of drums in the Blitzkrieg. Holy shit! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> I was not ready for that at all. 
Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, that might be the top five funniest things you've ever said in your entire life. I just imagine... <laughs> Like right at the Polish border, like like first of September, nineteen thirty nine. Like <laughs> the Germans are carrying a cross, and they just set this dude up on a stage, and he just hams shit out, dude. Like he just kicks it all off, and the Polish just like I don't know what the fuck to do. Holy they shit. might as well surrender now. Oh, it hurts to breathe. <laughs> oh my god. Cool. I can't say I disagree though. It's pretty accurate. Um. <laughs> I didn't know so many notes could be played in such quick succession. Um, Kyle, I'm gonna pass it over to you so I don't die. How would you think about this record? Stop dead in my tracks. First of all, Brian, that was one of the funniest things you've ever said ever. And I, that was. I was like the most out of left. Like when you, I mean, peek behind the curtain. You called it like a blitzkrieg of drums or whatever earlier, and I was like, that's a really good way to describe it. You, you said, but what if I went beyond? What if I kept going? What if I compared it to history? What if my man started a world war with his drums? That's pretty much what that sounds like. Holy shit. Okay. Um, oh, so the right. album. Jesus <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Jeff> fucking died. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways. Wow. Uh. So the album, right? Um, that's a lot of drums in there. No, I, <laughs> I 100% agree with you guys. I think it's like way too much. I think like my biggest, like, here comes the word objective critique of this album i would give it is that in general like like in a wide scope music should have a, a good balance of tension and release and especially the first couple tracks on this album don't have a good balance of that like almost at all i will say like from a technical aspect this shit's some of the craziest stuff i've ever heard in my life like the, it's impressive as fuck like i i think Cause I I've gone to like like some jazz shows and shit where the drumming is like it's hard to say on par because it really doesn't hit this level but like it's it's a lot more you know in your face consistent kind of crazy shit but I mean so like I think it's really impressive and I have a lot of respect for it and I think I like the first couple tracks a little bit more um, but like just when you look at it like at its core like from a writing standpoint it's just like that level of tension to release just isn't there as much, especially in the first track, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it's just, you're fucking, your, your muscles are exploding as you're just like, let the drums end. <laughs> but, but no, I overall, I think this track is like super fucking like creative. It's super like experimental. Some of the cool shit that, um, Evan Marion did on the back end with a lot of the electronics of the album, are really cool. There's some like cool like crushed instrumental things going on in the second half of the album and like some weird 8-bit like you know like electronic tunes that are just getting like spliced in there that are like really fucking like unique. Like like I don't know if I've ever heard anything like some of this shit and it's it's impressive as fuck. So I really really love this album. I hold it in very high regard uh with some large knocks at the same time personally. Yeah. I, I can agree with, with pretty much all of that. Um, I guess we'll just start start diving into it, throwing some of these things on the chopping block. We're going to do what we always do here on the show. We're going to rank every song on this album from worst to first. I'm going to list off everything in the order they appear, and then we're going to start uh, talking about how much we hate those first two songs specifically. <laughs> Because they will be the bottom. Um, so first up is Caliber, <clears throat> followed by Ultima. Uh, third is Hexalogic. Fourth is Forgive. Fifth is Elysian. Sixth is Ikigai, I think. I think uh, so. Maybe like Ikigai, something like that. <laughs> you're an oh. icky guy. I knew. Uh, you're an icky fucking <laughs> guy. <laughs> You give me the ick. <laughs> this is the worst Guy. episode we've ever done. Uh, next is Don't Give Up. I think you uh, misspelled best. <laughs> thank you. Followed by It's Gonna Be Alright. Followed by Funnels. Followed by the best named song on the album, Non-Brewed Condiment. I love and that. And rounded <laughs> out with gums. 
So, so we got some, <laughs> Always. We got some real fun names at the end. Um, can we please put Caliber as the bottom song? Yes, 100%. I fucking hate it. I hate it. I yeah. think it's my least okay. favorite song I've heard this year so far. The, okay, that's, that's it, I mean... I It negates my anxiety medication, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> The amount of the amount of stress I felt by like the halfway point of that song, I was like, "It's eight a.m. I can't, I can't deal with the day, and it's it's eight a.m." Okay, listen, I'm in agreement. I think it should be the bottom. I want to put this into a, a, a perspective that I think kind of makes more sense for me. A lot of the tracks, especially in the first half of the album, kind of link into each other very like effortlessly. Like they're kind of like almost like new thoughts of this, like off of a similar idea kind of thing. You feel them really connect. Um, the first track, like if I was going to see these guys live, like they were all together on a live stage and the, like the curtain opened or whatever the fuck they walked down the stage and caliber is what started. That gets me hyped the fuck up, you know, like as a, like if it was like a live performance top to bottom, like this was a set list. I can start to see where this this is like the idea they had. Like this is like an experience that you're like ex- like sitting and watching. I get it there, but as far as like just like me tossing this on in the background, chilling at home, I'm just like, oh, oh. <laughs> so nah, man, even at a concert, I think that hearing that in a concert mix, like my eardrums would become like paste. I I think I just <laughs> wouldn't be able to to handle the sheer well, amount of beats getting launched <laughs> at my head. I mean, teach their own. I think it could be cool in that setting because it's just like a fucking like they're just giving you everything they got. Like, this is what you're in for, baby. Fucking strap in, which I guess you could also say it is in an album experience. Um, but that's like the only way I could swing this in like the, the thought process of like the writing for this album. I think maybe that's kind of the way they were thinking about it. Um, but I agree. I mean, as far as like tracks on this album, this is the one that has like the least like overarching you know like main like melody other than like this fucking crazy drum electronic duo and these like just pulsing chords are like oh it's like over the top it's like oh wow is this it's all this track is for like three minutes all right yeah and then uh, go ahead brandon i had i mean i didn't touch any of this before the album came out because obviously this song looks like it's a single with 113,000, is that true? Maybe. If it was a single, I didn't hear it before the album. The only singles I listened to leading up to this were Don't Give Up and It's Gonna Be Alright. Yeah, so... um, When I saw that... Uh, I think his name is, what, Tigran Hamasian? Is his name? When I saw he was on the track, I was pretty excited. Uh... Because he has this crazy fucking song with uh, Tosin Abasi, where Tigran, it's like he's playing piano, and Tosin's like shredding like behind him, and it's just, it's so weird because it's like offbeat, like craziness, but like it actually like makes sense, like it's it's weird how it all comes together. Um, But man, yeah, it's like... I agree with Kyle that if I saw this live, it'd probably be a different experience. It'd probably be like, this is what I would start off with. Like get the crowd fucking pumped. Like we're, we're going balls to the wall that we're deep. Um, and then have everything else, you know, actually get back to normal. But like Dana Hawkins, man, his, his drive on Warsaw, it just continues. And <laughs> it's just the Blitzkrieg just doesn't stop. <laughs> it's just every, it's like, it's like the movie, like everything, everywhere, all at once. And it's just so, over, it's like overwhelming and like, over, like just encompassing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't yeah. know what this person looks like, but I imagine their forearms must be the size of full buildings if they're oh, able to <laughs> just fucking blast on the drums that quickly. Like, yeah, this guy, this guy is shredded. There, there is no. This guy, when he steps off the kit and takes his shirt off, it's just Greek god chiseled. Like, there's no, there's no substitute. I um, I want Ultima to be directly above caliber because i feel like it's pretty much just an extension of caliber yeah. it's like caliber ends and you're like finally and then ultima starts up and you're like how does this man still have more energy and obviously like they probably recorded it in separate days but like 
I can't handle taking that in one after the other. And I get that they yeah. kind of like flow into each other, yeah. but it's real easy to flow into into another song when the base of both songs is just <gasps> and then like a loop of something underneath. Like, I don't know. I also was not a fan of Ultima. To Listen, me, it's, it's more oh, stomachable, but yeah, I think so it's I better than Caliber. I agree. I do think it's better than Caliber, but and one thing that I think kind of plagues both of these songs and kind of does in other parts of the album, like in the midst of it, it seems like the song has like no idea what it wants to do. Like, yeah, I, like I'm a huge fan of like unpredictability, like take me somewhere. But like in order for you to do that, there has to be like some semblance of structure. Like there has to be like, you know, a starting point to go from while both of these tracks, like, in the middle of parts, it just seems like we're in the middle of some crazy chord progression, some guy is just doing something with some instrument, and my man is just beating the life out of every single drum and cymbal that he owns. Like, that is all that's happening right now. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Yeah, it feels like there's really just, like, no goal, like, no structure to, like, any, like, either of these songs. They're just kind of, like... Let's just play as many notes as we possibly can for like 10 straight minutes. And I just, I feel nothing except for like anxiety when I take it in. So I'm like, there's no, there's no actual like end goal for this. Kyle, I, I got to hear what you think, man. Um, I, I like the, the, the description like gets more stomachable. Cause I think this song where like the first track is just like, kind of like, like a show off where this like kind of goes like from that same idea it's like it kind of gains a structure a little bit more in the fact that you've got like verses into like a, a chorus that is recurring i think that chorus is quite slappy in this fucking thing like i love the fucking like crazy rhythm of it um with like the cool synth part kind of dancing around it as well it's it's just a really cool fucking written piece there uh but it is like the the verses of this track that is where like that that what you said brennan it kind of starts to lose the idea of where it wants to go at times like it just feels like they're they're going to go and that's it and then they kind of lock back in in that chorus and i go okay so like there's like the I, that's where i start feeling that structure and where it becomes like that more stomachable thing like you were saying um the big things for me with this track specifically are the the synth part for me is just like otherworldly and the fact that this like it sucks how, like, overwhelming this track is, because I think when you, like, strip some parts off of it, this track becomes incredible. Like, there is there is some, like, insane shit going on throughout this entire track. I like the way that, like, there's, like, kind of this low pulsing synth part, like, really low, almost, like, bass, like, bassy, like, thing that's happening under the main theme when you get out of it into the verses. That is a really cool, like, contrast with those really weird, high, plucky, electronic-y things. Um, I like that in, like, the last half of the track, um... Dana goes into more like really big cymbal hits to like kind of add like a like a growth of the whole track. I think that was really fucking cool and really smart because in general this this album because of how electronic he is, you start to lose some like key like key drumming things that you look for in like just normal <laughs> normal like songs. <laughs> so like having these huge like cymbal hits to like really start you know like getting you kind of on track for the ending is really cool um, and just really smart. Um, but in general, I just think like crazy synth shit crazy drum shit has a little more of an idea but overall it's just like it's just it's just a little too much that whole tension versus release thing is just it's it's really present here to me like it's it's not balanced in my opinion yeah i agree so are we are we cool with locking that in at number 10 yeah cool yeah <clears throat> uh now for the next spot I, I'm going to go on a limb and just say that, like, Hexalogic, Forgive, and Elysian are, like, the next three. I don't know what order, necessarily, but in my eyes, like, everything after that is better, in my opinion. Mm. But if there's anything that you think belongs in the conversation I am I'm open to hearing it I'm gonna say I think funnels needs to be in the conversation 
I can um, see that as well. Because, like, it's like the polar opposite of, like, Caliber and Ultima. Like, while those were just a barrage of everything, like, every ounce of musical ability has been chucked at us, Funnels is, like, the complete opposite. It's like, let me literally just make a kick drum and do some weird bassy kind of sound and stuff over it. And, like, that is it. <laughs> you know, three minutes and 12 seconds. I mean, mm. it... I don't know, like I, I'd have to put this like from personally this this deserves to be lower on the list because I think everything else like at least brings like creativity and you know musical wit well this just does not I do think that I agree I think funnels has like the most basic ass drum beat I've ever heard and it is like the polar opposite of like the sheer ungodly amount of drums that we heard in the first few <laughs> tracks it's like the polar opposite of that um i do think the guitar licks are pretty funky and i like them i don't think that's enough to necessarily like you know fully salvage the track um i also thought it was weird like not necessarily in a bad way but the way that the song is like mixed it kind of feels like you're listening to it in like another room <laughs> yeah <laughs> if that makes yeah. sense um but yeah, no, I can definitely, I can definitely get on board with this being lower, for sure. Um, do we want, do, do we want funnels to be next? Man, it's so tough. So I'm sitting here, like, because you like already brought up Hexalogic, Forgive, and Elysian. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because like I think Hexalogic and Forgive and Elysian and Funnels are like the opposite sides of the coin for me in like where like like Elysian and Funnels are like these like releases from this tension where they like become like these very like single instrumental things or like one or two instrumental things that like you know just like him showing off in like a, an isolated environment versus them all showing off in a group environment is really what it comes down to for me in a lot of ways um it's tough because like Part of me thinks that, like, the drumming in Forgive, specifically, kind of gets pretty close to the first two tracks, um, that I wonder if maybe that could go a little bit lower. Um, But I would say Funnels should definitely be on the chopping block for me, more so than Elysian. I'd like to put that out there. I think Elysian should be above it. Elysian is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Um... There's some cool shit that he doesn't lease him. We'll talk about that when we get to that. Um, as far as funnels goes, though, I just I think that song is just like a fucking masterclass of guitar. It's like it kind of does that thing you were talking about earlier, Brendan, where like it it kind of keeps you on your toes a little unexpected in some of the runs that he does. You're like, oh, it's gonna go this way, and then all of a sudden he kind of goes up and then up and then up, and you're like, whoa, this is kind of cool. And then like it's got like that cool like crushed beat underneath it as well. It's him having fun with the electronicness of it all. It it just feels very like exposed and just like true you know skill on like out display but i do also agree that you know like because it's so less complicated than everything else it's hard to put it up a ton higher than this um um i mean i i feel like i at least want to put it over forgive i'm okay with that because i feel like forgive is the the one left that has like the, the most egregious like drum problem <laughs> yeah you know yeah. uh because like hexalogic obviously still still has that problem but i think it's like better complemented by the music rather than actively combating it like it does well, in the I, other tracks we've talked about i will say in hexalogic there's a i'd say a majority of the song he holds like more like simpler beats mm-hmm. like yeah you know, like just his like the beat that he's keeping isn't just like super high paced. Oh my god, I'm my 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 blisters on my fingers are just rubbed raw. Like yeah, <laughs> like there, there's actually times where he like lets the song breathe and actually like instead of mm-hmm. let me show you all I got, let me actually like write you know solid drumming for a track. And I think mm-hmm. I think that's the strength of Hexalogic because like if Ultima and Caliber had that or like you know, or at least toned down or like at certain spots or whatever. I mean, that's basically what we're getting with Hexalogic. Yeah. 
I 100% agree with you, Brennan. I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, Hexalogic is what is like the balance of him showing off like crazy, but also keeping it to like a more simple style. Like, it's a simple beat, but it's involved. Yeah. It's not like changing it up every single measure craziness it's like i'm doing a simple beat but i've i've expanded it to like be like like more involved and it's 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 really smart like it it, i that's where the balance i'm looking for is i find on top of it being groovy as fuck (laughs) i think the the structure is like a lot more sound in hexalogic than the other songs Um, like i said before i mean before in our conversation before I mean, Caliber and Ultima and Forgive, like, it seems like he made a bet with himself. Like, how many drum hits can I fit in a single measure? But for the entire song. Like, yeah. a drum fill is, like, something to add, like, flair. Something to add some taste, you know, some some flavor to the to your beat. And he yeah. pulls it off really well in Hexalogic. There's times, you know, he, like, he kind of varies from it, and it sounds really nice, but he keeps the beat. You know, he, he like, sticks to the protocol. Yeah. And I think that that's the strength of Hexalogic. It's not like he's not trying to like overpower the track. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like a bowl of lucky charms. Like that's what you want. Yeah. An even balance between the cereal bits and the marshmallows. And this man just took like three bags of like marshmallows and dumped them in and that's all you're getting and it's just like all too much of a good balloons. thing, man. It throws off the balance and then it's just not good. You just <laughs> it's just a mouthful of mallows and it's not what yeah, you want. Yeah, like the 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 balance on the force is just thrown off. You can't have it. <laughs> um, um, as far as for what's next, though, uh, I would pitch for Forgive to be beneath Funnels, in my opinion. I agree. I can see that. Yeah. I agree 100%. To send off Forgive, I do want to say that I think the the structuring of the synth, it being like way more present throughout the whole thing as like a main melody keeper, I think keeps this song structured in a way that Ultima and Caliber weren't. And it's why I think it's better than those two. Like there is like a like an exact like here's where every measure ends, so it never feels like things getting a little too out of hand because this yeah. this synth is really more like standardized almost across the whole song. Like it it, it works a lot better. So yeah, I, I, it's where I, I appreciate it, but it's still a it's still a lot. Yeah, I I completely <laughs> yeah. agree. Um, and then I I think funnels should go right above forgive because of the the reasons we brought up before mm-hmm. um then i think it should probably be elysian just because as cool as it is it is like an interlude track um mm-hmm. it's a lot shorter than the other things it's really like somber and ethereal and it is an amazing change of pace after like the onslaught that we received from the beginning <laughs> of the album um yeah but i don't think it's something that i would like go out of my way to listen to necessarily because it's like an interlude track it like serves its purpose. It does a really good job of it, but I think that it would be wrong to kind of put it above anything else that we have left. Yeah, I think. I mean, to put my two cents in on Elysian, like when this song, like my first listen through, when this song came on, I was like pleasantly refreshed because it's like okay, like the album is finally taking a step back. Okay, we hit you with a lot. We know it was a lot, so. Let's chill. Let's get a little, you know, bust out some tissues. You know, you're gonna be all right. Okay. Now we then we move on to the rest of the record. Like I, I thought, I thought it was a perfect. It, it seems like a lot of these records that we review end up having like amazing interludes. And, I like, was this just is one gonna of them. say yeah, the same like, thing. <laughs> <laughs> like I and, and that, to to Evan Marion's credit, <laughs> like that that is true musicianship. Like when you can make an interlude that is actually like like impressive that that's when you know you're a good musician absolutely but he, he just got in his own way in a few tracks yeah. <laughs> that's all it was <laughs> yeah I, for for me for elysian it like the first cool thing about it speaking of it being an interlude it is like two two and a half minutes long so it actually it's like the length of a full track normally yep. there's just so many songs in this album that are three four five minutes long that it still achieves like that same kind of, you know, it's all ratioed out. It works still. Um, yeah. But this track is fucking gorgeous, dude. I like I, the first time I heard it, like just like full like headset on the way that like the, the surrounding, like kind of the way it like weaves back and forth between the headset and like 
the 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 little like blurb I wrote in my notes was that it was like an introspective piece that has echoing guitars and an interweaving melody that blends in and out supernaturally. Like I love the way that like the main like like the leading part it just seems to like dip in and out of this like echoey guitar part like just so so effortlessly. It's so pretty, um, and especially to have that on this album is like really impressive to show his like depth like how much he can really achieve it's very good very very good i like it a lot it's very nice Uh, (laughs) but i I, i'm cool with it ending here i think it's it's gotten higher than i was worried it might just because this group's um usual treatment of interludes because normally like the interludes are like you know it's not really a real song so it defaults to the bottom this one just has bad songs so like that goes beneath the good interlude by default Um, okay by default that's just how it works technically impressive yet hard to listen to songs yes to their credit no normal human could ever attempt to play these songs yeah. I just no normal human could also enjoy listening to them probably either. Yeah. That was harsh. I apologize. That was really harsh. Working them. Apparently people love them too. <laughs> the most streamed songs on the album. I yeah, I like just them. shitting on them. That is weird. I like, them, I like them a lot. There's a little much. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I wish I could drum like that. I, but if I could, I wouldn't listen to myself play. Um, we're going to move on. We got to figure out what's going to go next. Are we going to give it to Hexologic as the next spot, or do we want that to be further up? Oh, it gets really hard now. I don't know. <laughs> do we want to do? Do we want to do tabling, and then we'll have three top and three not top because we have six left. I don't know what I table. <laughs> oh, I know immediately what I would table. I'm okay with tabling. Ikigai is yes tabled, tabled okay. immediately. Okay. We're okay. Everything's fine now. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. just got a lot one. harder. Yeah, <laughs> same. Uh, I'm not even sure what I would table. I'm like, I'm really on. Uh, that was my fucking go-to. Yeah. All right. Well, then we... Then, well, actually, then we, wait. Where's the one where they sing? Oh, that's... Uh, it's going to be all up. right, which I also think is table-worthy. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah, it is. My bad. I thought it was Don't Give Up. Oops. Nope. Oh, man. Do I want... Is that what you would table, Kyle, or no? What? It's going to be all right? <clears throat> yeah. Um, Probably not. Okay. I, I hold it higher, but I don't know if I'd, I'd table it. I'd table it. It's on, it's on the... It's, on, it's in the realm. It is in that realm. I don't know, because I'm really, I'm torn between it and don't give up. I think those are the three best songs yeah. on the album. Is yeah. Don't give up, it's going to be all right, and uh, guy. Those are like my top three personally. Those are same. Um, fuck. Because I remember like listening to this and like whenever the dude sings, I'm like, this is exactly what the album needed. Just yeah. <laughs> like yeah. one song where the instrumentals just kind of chill for a second, give the spotlight to someone else. Um, you know what? Fuck it, I'll do it. It's gonna be all right. Fuck yeah, Kyle. The last table is yours. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, don't you dare say some fucking dumb shit. They'll be on your ass. <laughs> uh, there's one we haven't talked about that I really like. Okay. I really like. And I, I don't know if I... Uh, you know, there's one knock I have against it, and that might give away what it is. Um, So I, I will go. I will go with Don't Give Up. I'll go with Don't Give Up to table. Because I think that's very deserving. We have a non-controversial top three. I feel like this hasn't happened for probably a while. I also don't remember what our top threes were in anything recently, but I just, <laughs> I know there's usually a lot of discourse. I usually table something and everyone's like, 
Are you sure you don't oh, want to go commit unalive? Nah, and then I have to defend myself. <laughs> no, it's go commit unalive. Take me oh, saying yeah, unalive and put it over that word because you yeah, can't commit, say the word. Commit F4. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> commit alt F4. Yeah. <laughs> Delete system 32. Like, just having to, to brick myself. Um, you know, while so, we were so, like, oh, I was I was going to say that mm. while we were talking about tabling, it really made me think Hexalogic should be next. It really made yeah. me feel as though that's the, that should be the case. Uh, I think from like the point we're at now onward is like all like good stuff. Hexalogic still kind of falls in the realm of a little overwhelming. So I do think that should be next. Um, and then the next two after that, I'm excited to talk about though. I can agree. I think that the next two in no particular necessary order should be Hexalogic and Gums. Because while Gums is <sighs> okay. fresh as fuck. <sighs> Shit. I thought I was going to have to fight for my life. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> lo- I love me some <laughs> Gums. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Gums is Gums is fucking nasty. Gums oh. is like... Gums like gets in there. You know? Like you in listen to it and like just the, the fucking... The fucking... The punchy, trappy, like low fine it. Like it gets <clears throat> up under you. Like it get like it does something to you, you know? Yeah. Like it really it's like a it's like a shovel to the to the soul. It just fucking it fucking digs into you. Um but I don't think it's better than any of the other ones. From like a from like a technical standpoint, from like a I don't know. I, I think that like I only because I only have the one note for that song, and it's great. I also think it's an odd choice for an album ender, personally. So I kind of that's like a uh, not really real reason to like knock it, but I do feel it didn't really feel like an album ender. Um, I still want to put it over Hexalogic. I still think Hexalogic should be next because it fed into the way too much drum thing. But I think Gums just doesn't as as good as Gums is. It does not bring as much to the table as the other four songs. Oh, you see, this is Gums is the track that my soul wanted, you know, because I I truly, truly, from the bottom of my heart, this might be one of the tastiest things I've ever listened to. <laughs> it's just, good. It's a good ass uh, song. I The first time this track came, because like, you know, this album, in one word, overwhelming. This track hits you at the very end, though. Oh. I fucking went, dude. Like, I think that's why to kind of combat your weird, you know, weird pick for an album ender. I think generally, yes. You know, like when you compare it to other things, other albums. But the fact that this album has hit you with so much wild, overwhelming, weird, bit crushed, weird shit up to this point. To have this just be a groovy, like, dissension out of madness. I love it. I love it. It's... This is this was like a creative choice that wasn't normal, and I think worked so fucking well for him. It was like it was kind of a risk, and I for me it works. It is it is oh fuck man! It just it like you said it just shovels my soul with soul food, and I am brought to a groovy realm. Ah, uh, goddamn! But it does fade out, and that's unfortunate. Um, that's yeah, how do you those. even how do you even like or respect yourself now after you you've just advocated for a fade out? Song I know, that's like I know, I know, your, I know, and that's brand. why I said when I said there's a one knock against it, I was like that probably gives away because it's fade out. I hate fade out. Um, I want it to be over Hexologic, a hundred percent, because I don't. Other than the fade out thing, I don't really think this track does anything wrong. Whereas Hexologic, I still still falls into the trap, like you said. So yeah. I I'm in the same camp. Brennan, what do you what do you think about gums? You seemed happy that I was <clears throat> bringing it up. Uh, it is okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it's not bad. I mean, I like it because it is like I don't know. It is a pretty decent beat, and yeah, some cool stuffs happening, but. I mean, I don't mind it being over Hexalogic, but I think the buck stops there because I think non-brewed condiment and obviously the rest of it's, you know, tables. So. Yeah, and I agree with Brennan I'm on not- that front because I think he- Gums gets after it, but, like, it does not 
bring nearly as much to the table as any of the other four, like at all. So I think I think we're just going to lock those in there. Yeah, I mean, I respect it. Different strokes for different folks. And speaking of strokes, damn, non-brew condiment makes me confused, (laughs) but in the best way. (laughs) I I really fuck with non-brew condiment. Like it it thought it like (laughs) I literally like in my notes. I it's just so many like confused question marks. Like with so many of my notes. Because I'm just like, is this like if I died and went into a video game? Why is everything mixed the way that it is? <laughs> I love it. Wait, it's like there's like doing full stop shit in there, and then there's like this cool layering, and it's all like based around this like really cool like crush shit. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I I love it so much. This track is so cool (laughs) yeah like there's definitely a lot to unpack with it for sure and it's like i wouldn't even say it's a roller coaster it's just like an experience it's like i could describe a lot of the songs we've talked about so far as fever dream-esque um i think this could fall in the same category but in like a good way um because there's just there's a lot happening it's hard to like process all of it uh, on your first listen, because it really does just go to a lot of places. Um, I don't know if I've ever written in the same song notes about how it sounds like chip tune, but also sounds funky, but also sounds trappy, but also sounds synthy, like, <laughs> but also sounds like super fresh. It's just there's a lot going on with it. It manages to like encapsulate so many different <laughs> vibes, but it it manages to like tie them all together into like a cohesive experience. So <sighs> I respect it a lot. Same, a hundred percent same. Brennan, what do you think about this one? I'm curious. <laughs> I don't know why, but I keep getting the visualization of like I can't remember what game or what it's from, but there's like a it's like in a game where like someone has an attack or like a spell or something and like as soon as someone gets hit by it they just instantly turn fucking dumb. Like <laughs> like it's just question marks and like I don't I don't know how to describe it. Dude, okay. But, but like like you said <laughs> like you said with the question marks. It just hit it just hit the nail on the head cuz it's just like this song is so like everywhere like but like it's good where it is like when it takes you certain places and you're just like like every turn i'm stupefied but like i'm cool with it so uh, i think it's a good track i think it's it should solidly land like number four okay i don't know where i was going with my analogy earlier but like (laughs) no no. No, let me let me let me pick up your analogy because i have the exact thought all right (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> musicified Earthbound. It is what Earthbound <laughs> tried to do, and it's like weird trippy shit. I don't know if you know what Earthbound is. You you probably know visually what I'm talking about. It you is know? just Earthbound. It sounds like like the the weird like you know like chiptune shit is very reminiscent of it. But like with the way that shit just fucking like happens, and it's like confusing with the question marks. It even I thought you were gonna go there too because you're like attack and like spell, and it like it's like the little it has that. And I was like, oh shit, wait, is he gonna do what I'm about to say too? Yeah, no, it is. It really gives me Earthbound vibes, and that's like one of my favorite games ever. So I'm in. I I've never played Earthbound, but upon your d- like d- d- description of like tying it to it. It really tracks, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, like a rainbow ass like art for like the cover of the album and everything. I'm like, yep. this could just be in, in an Earthbound game. Sure could. Maybe, <laughs> I maybe I saw someone playing that or something. But I just, <laughs> I just remember seeing like attacks and stuff where like, as soon as the guy gets hit by it, it's just like question marks, and the guy's just like dumb for a sec, <laughs> and then you could like do whatever you want. But like, um, yeah, I mean. I like it. It's it's the um it kind of has the chaotic effect but like not being nearly as chaotic as like the beginning of the album. But I mean this this is a good track. A lot, a lot of different stuff getting thrown at you, you know, as Tyler said it's definitely an experience. So, okay. 
Well, we're on to the top three now. The tables. Ordering these is going to be pretty tough. Except I think we all, I think we all know what number one is. I think I yep. think number one is like a very clear cut. Yeah, I agree. Because one of these songs has a fucking pan flute. One of these songs also has a saxophone. Those two things separately are like number one song material. You put them together, you destroy galaxies with the funky fresh goodness, like. I don't. I'm. I, I don't have words for it. It's just Walking. if you hear. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm. I'm jamming along. I hear pan flute. I go. Ah. And then I hear saxophone. And then my jaw unhinges, and I come all over my computer screen. And then I have to spend the next thirty minutes cleaning up my cum and reattaching my jaw. <laughs> right, well, oh, he's well, got I mean, TMJ little... from Pan Flute. All right. <laughs> I was thinking more TMI, but that's fine. I... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I agree. I would like to do a mini tabling where we just all agree that we're just going to save that for later. Yes. Yes. Because yeah, this battle yeah. is like legitimately tough for number two, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think both yeah. these tracks are so good in different ways. Um,. Brennan, you tabled it's gonna be alright, right? Yeah. Sell me on it, dog. Give it to me. I think the vocal performance in it, like Yeah, it's it kind of becomes like the forefront of the song after a bit, but like I feel like it complements like the musical abilities of like the other artist very well. Like you kind of hear them all like doing their own thing, like not as extreme as in other tracks. Like they're not totally, you know, throwing the kitchen sink at you per se, but like everything they do is like very complimentary and still like with some pretty like vicious like rips and stuff in there. Like while all the stuff's going on or like whenever he stops singing, they kind of take over for a minute. It's like, you know, they don't like, like their, their space, the space that they have to operate like in all these other tracks, like where there's no vocals is unlimited. So they, they take every ounce of ground that they can with some tracks, but like this one, like with the vocal performance coming in, like their space to operate, you know, independently is limited. And like, they try to take the most of it. And instead of just barrage of music for three minutes, it's like very complimentary and very, very much like a piece of art compared to like, you know, I'm throwing everything I fucking have at you. Yeah, I completely agree with so. that. A hundred percent. Same. I also just think that like the vocals themselves, they sound like very like unique um, compared to like a lot of the stuff that at least I typically listen to. Um, it's just like very. I don't even really know how to describe it, but like if you hear it, you know, it, it just kind of like it, it hits this. It, it hits this vibe that I don't really get from a lot of things, but I really, really fuck with it. And, like, the way he kind of, like, like dances around with, like, it's like, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, the way he delivers, like, the lines of the verses, it's, like, kind of, like, punchy. It's, like, a little, like, staccato, I think is the is the word yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for in, in, like, some of the things. It's just really fun. It's just, like, a really fun, really vibey song. It just makes me feel really good, um, especially it, I, I think that that feeling is is heightened and elevated after listening to like drums on drums on drums on drums for a while and then getting hit with just like some very smooth ass vocals. And I'm just fucking I'm like, ooh, I'm on a little vacation right now. This is, this is a good time. This is a fun time. I'm digging it like. I don't know. I really fuck with this song. I really vibe with it. I don't have a lot of actual in-depth notes. Other, I just kind of just kept talking about how I like it over and over again because it sounds good. So, yeah. <laughs> Kyle, what, what do you what do you think about this one? I don't know, man. I mean, like you guys kind of hit it all right on the head. Like it's just super fucking groovy. Um, the note I took about the vocals because I agree they're like very like unique in the the delivery of them. I don't know why, but it reminds me of that guy that does uh, the history of the world or whatever. 
That, oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really reminds me of that. The history of the whole world, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> kind of hear yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's to say is. that, yeah. But it's it's kind of similar in the delivery of that, where it's very, like, you know, almost like nonchalant is the word I think of. Like, it's just like he's yeah. kind of just, he's telling you how it is, and it's, it's groovy as fuck when he does it. And I'm like, oh, shit, I like it. It's um, like, oh, and then the Mongolians found spices. We have spices. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, exactly. You get it? Um, yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, In general, I, I just think this track is just, like, it's another one of those tracks where it's, like, super digestible because, like, it's got a lot going on. But it's never, like, too complicated. It's got, like, the right amount of layering. It's got, like... And, like, everything that's happening is doing some, like, kind of crazy shit. But, like, all balanced out in the right way. It really works for me. Um, I Specifically, the thing that I really like is, like, the way that, like, verse... Like, chorus to verse connect in this track. There are some crazy fucking bass licks and, like, synth runs that, like, connect, like, verses in this track. That I'm just like... <laughs> It's just fucking, like, knocked the wind out of me. They were so fucking tasty. I loved it. Um, And then I think the the very ending little guitar send-off at the very end is just so fucking groovy. Like, I mean, to just top it all off. It's just a fun track. That's, like, my main note I took at the end. I was like, it's just a fun one, man. It's a super fun track. Yeah. I really, really like it. I feel like I'm getting ice cream in the 90s. Yeah. Hand dolphin it up, you know? Just go nuts. I feel like I'm eating a rainbow. (laughs) <laughs> lucky charms back at it again um, <laughs> um kyle do you want to do you want to talk about don't give up since you tabled that one sure i mean it, it was kind of like a group effort <laughs> that's <laughs> but, i feel like we we kind of talked into tabling it but I'm, glad anything, but I'm glad you did i'm glad you did because um i think it deserves it i think this track is a very similar fun vibe to it's gonna be all right but has like a a very different like core where it's got like this kind of like plucky like low guitar that's going this whole time that is just like it starts out there right like it starts like the like and it's just like fucking <laughs> Evan was like all right start with it and whatever the fuck you want we're gonna keep going with the main melody and he's just under there like. And it's like fucking going nuts underneath it. But it's so like the bottom thing in the mix that you just get like hints of it as you go. It's like drinking a LaCroix. I got a guava LaCroix and it like, it like the guava's there, but it's in the distance, you know? I'm drinking, I'm like, ooh, that's good. Oh, I get yeah. that refreshing guava in the background. Listen, I like LaCroix. I know you probably don't like LaCroix. Okay? LaCroix is like drinking the idea of the flavor that's on the can. Yeah, it's like, it's just really distant, you know? What? It still tastes good, but it's like a little far away. And like, I just get little hints of that little guitar thing. Oh, excuse me. Right off the bat. Well, didn't like someone, the, <laughs> did, did someone online say it's like drinking static and someone just screams <laughs> the name of a fruit in another room? That's <laughs> yeah. like what it tastes like. <laughs> My favorite is like it, well, it's you know, sparkling. Like, in a not <laughs> bad way, that's kind of the vibe I get from like the structure of this song because there's a very yeah. forward like just that like that main like groove that you're talking about. It's like very mm-hmm. forward. Um, but there's like a very like subtle building to it the whole time like when you get to the end of the song there is more there than what you started with you don't know how you got there like you don't know when the stuff started coming in it's so subtle that it like it almost sneaks up on you by the end of the song and you're like wow this isn't just a LaCroix it's an actual flavor (laughs) (laughs) it's it's really cool how they managed to do that um I I 100% agree I think like the track is like one of the best songs in building overall, other than possibly Ikigai. Um, and something that I want to really touch on with this track as well is that the drums in this track are perfect. They're yes. perfect. They nailed it. They are really impressive. They add like this awesome spice that's really impressive, but it's never too much. Like they even let it like shine there in the little drum building part around like 210-ish before they go into the last chorus. It like gets a moment to like, they just like release and it, the fucking Dana goes just a fucking little nuts there for a sec. And then it all comes back together with like these kind of big cymbal hits that kind of keep you all locked in as well with also some cool little shit. Guitar's still going a little over here. The bass line has just been fucking groovy this whole goddamn time. And it's just so cool. I like the little vocal back and forth thing too. It's like just kind of fucking mm-hmm. dancing around in my headset. I love it. Um, this track's just, I think, 
because of how like well structured and subtle it is with the way that it's it, it, it builds i give it the edge over it's gonna be all right to me personally okay. um well Brennan, i think they're incredibly close though yeah well brian i i want to hear i want to hear what you think about this track before we get into placing uh, i like it that's pretty good <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> I agree. I agree with pretty much everything Kyle said. Um, and I think that's like the case with both of these tracks with Dana Hawkins, like Ica Guy and Don't Give Up. Like, how he plays them, where, yeah, he, he adds in like his little bits of spice, like actual, like, you know, epic drum fills and stuff. But, like, that's not, like, the focal point of the track. And I love how, like, he's just kind of, like, going along with it instead of, like, trying to be, like, the driving force of it. Um, I mean, it is kind of, like, the same overall groove kind of over and over again sometimes. But, like, whenever they do, like, break away from that and it is just kind of, like, like, solo hour for a bit, like, I think that's definitely, like, refreshing change of pace. Um, but I mean, I think it's a very strong track and I can't, obviously I totally agree with the top three and I was almost going to table it if Kyle wasn't, but I don't know. Like to me, I think it's going to be all right. It's better because it has like, it offers a little bit more, but, um, don't give up still very solid. I think it's yeah. definitely top three worthy. I guess that means I'm a tiebreaker then. Yeah. Which I hate. Yeah. Um, have fun. But uh I am I am gonna say I'm gonna give second place to it's gonna be alright. I don't know if it's necessarily a better track, but um I personally like it more. So if I'm in a position of power where I can make this decision, I'm gonna be subjective as hell. I do not give a shit. Um I think they're <laughs> both incredible tracks. I think either one could place in either of these positions. I I think that they are both deserving of being the number two spot. But today, I am given the power of God, and I will use it to put it's going to be all right at number two. Um, Speak but, your truth, King. Yes. But Icky Guy <laughs> is number one. Yeah, young King. That guy be Icky, but he make me cream so good. I thought yes! you'd stop. Okay, I thought you'd stop clapping when I made that wow. sentence um, no no but, i just started to act like it didn't happen it's fine though no that was the better way to do it yeah it's uh we already kind of touched on it but like a the drums are not overly crazy yeah. just good solid tight ass drumming fantastic um as groovy as fuck the instrumental blend is just overall like incredible they just they just keep introducing new shit <laughs> As the song progresses, you just keep getting new little things peppered in and the drums only pop off when it's like absolutely necessary. It's like adding to it, not like overwhelming and combating the rest of the song. Um, fucking pan flute. Yeah. Fucking saxophone. And the same yeah. song, like one after the other. If I died tomorrow, it'd be okay because I experienced that. It just, it's worth it. This could top any album in general. If you put pan flute and saxophone in a song and you don't do that for the other songs on the album, it will win by default. I don't even care if the rest of the song is just a dude screaming in a field at nothing. If there's a pan flute and a saxophone in it, it's good. Um, also the crescendo part at like two minutes in is really cool. And there's like an organ or some shit. That's pretty tight, but mainly pan flute and saxophone. <laughs> I digress. Uh, what Brandon, do you guys think? Brandon, how'd you like this song? <clears throat> I think it is the best song on one of the albums of all time. Well said. I'm gonna go. 
gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a statement. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna make a fucking statement. And this is subjective. It's my favorite song that's coming out this year. It's up there for me. I don't know if I could go quite that hard. Listen. But it's up there. It's a very good song. It does everything I personally love in song. Like, the shit that, like, kind of, like, that tickles my bones, you know? This this song does all of it. And the first time I heard this track, especially, okay, because the thing that I think we we haven't really talked about yet about this track is that coming off of Elysian, it's, like, a really cool, like, uh, like journey out of it and up, especially at like, the very beginning of the track. Kind of like how, like, Caliber is, like, into Ultima. Uh, Elysian kind of feels like it goes into Ikigai. And to the two of them together is a fucking experience. I fucking love it. Um, but specifically, man, Ikigai, it, 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 I think it just balances so fucking perfectly. Like that thing that I said that they do wrong the first like two tracks of this album. The song is is like one of the best examples of it. It's got like the drums are doing like a really good job at like being involved and then it lets it like go crazy there and that like kind of broken down better on two minutes like you said like it really just fucking like especially when like there's like those full stops with the organ and like the drums just get to go fucking ham um the layering up until that point and out of that is just fucking incredible with the synth especially interweaving around the fucking pan flute and the sax it's like it already had been used extremely well but now you've inter- introduced pan flute and sax to give it something else to like blend with and do cool shit around. And it has created some really awesome little runs into phrases. Like I mentioned before in the other song, it did really well. This track has some of like the weirdest unexpected runs into like phrases ever. It's so cool. Um, my only other big note about it though, I, I to not tangent about it forever is the ending when the like the pan flute and the sax are happening at the same time but like kind of doing their own things near the end the big drive to the end i like that it's kind of split in like the headphones i mentioned a couple times i love the mixing of this album in general um it's like one on either side of you and then they kind of come back together at the very end to like drive you to the very end it's really fucking cool really smart i can tell that boy had a good time in the booth (laughs) like mixing this (laughs) whole album he's sitting there like what if i tried this and he's just like going nuts with it i could tell it it, you feel that like passion and creativity it's really cool yeah i fucking love this track now that you mentioned that it's like your favorite song that's come out this year i went back and i looked through every single song that's come out this year that's been on my radar okay i have to say you might be right it might be the best song that's come out this year because you might now you might be thinking the treasures album there's a lot of saxophone on that you would be right but there was no pan flute so get fucked <laughs> nice and that was really the only real competition i mean the new uh the new dwelling song is like tasty oh. as fuck but it doesn't have saxophone or pan flute so like correct that's cool rhythm sorry that's really cool time signatures <laughs> though and like so you know there? new veil of maya it's like it's 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 good but i mean it's yeah. Again, no pan flute, <coughs> no saxophone, no competition. Like anti-pan flute, honestly, yeah. at that point. If with the that Veil one. of Maya album has pan flute, I will nominate it album of the year by default. Awesome. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. It won't I, happen. I'm on board. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna promise something like way crazier. Like I'll yeah. donate ten thousand dollars to something but then i'm like i don't have ten thousand dollars i physically can't do that and i don't trust them to not put pan flute in the veil of maya song Fair. <laughs> i thought yeah. you're gonna be like i'll get a tattoo or some shit like i thought you're gonna go like oh kinda... i also don't have the money to get a tattoo so i can't that, promise yeah, that that's... either yeah. um yeah we did it we ranked the album <laughs> 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 it's over it's done i'm gonna recap and then we're gonna get get on going um so number 11 is caliber number 10 is ultima number nine is forgive number eight is funnels number seven is elysian uh number six is hexalogic number five is gums number four is non-brute condiment number three is don't give up number two it's gonna be all right and number one icky guy congratulations boys we've ranked another album Put it in the books. Um, we hope you all enjoyed this chaotic episode of Talks A Lot, boys. Um, let us know in the comments below. 
uh, what you thought of this album, how you would rank it, and which metaphor was your favorite on this episode <laughs> full of just incredible metaphors. Was it um, Brennan once, twice, or all the other times? Because yes, Brennan fucking they were all Brennan. <laughs> which one was your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, um, I had you guys rolling for like a minute and a half. <laughs> Yes, really I lost did. years of my life, I think, from how hard I was laughing at that. My vote goes to uh, Pauline's, I think, oh, personally. Yeah. Old man, man busting out the Blitzkrieg. <laughs> September 1st, 1939, it's game on. Holy shit. <laughs> I, think, I, I think that that quote alone is deserving of a subscription. So if you're not subscribed yet and you've experienced this episode, then subscribe. Please. Because if you don't, then what will you subscribe for? If you're not going to subscribe for that, we will never make content that's good enough for you. If that wasn't, if that didn't do it for you. So, uh, yeah, be cool. Subscribe. Don't be a bitch. Subscribe. Um, yeah. Hit the like click a click a the click a the thumb. The up one, not the down one. I mean, you can click the down one. It doesn't show it to people, so like, it really doesn't do anything. It, I mean, it makes me sad, but you know, fuck me. Um, I feel like I'm supposed to talk about something else. Go to our socials. We don't really use them, but go to them anyway, because they exist, and we'd like yeah. more followers. That'd be pretty cool. Um, if you have any albums you recommend that you'd like us to review, uh, feel free to throw those out there. We probably won't do them, but you never know. Um... And I think that's it. I think we're good. Wiggles 2 coming up. Brace yourselves. Oh, We've been the Talks boy. Left Boys. We'll talk a whole lot more next time. See you later.